viewers welcome to another great podcast this is tavisa adaptation of tech tools are growing in on a global basis uh, like more than ever and to discuss further on this matter today we have with us viswasam shukla ceo of hacker up hello viswasam welcome to analytics inside it's great to have you here thank you thank you sabhisha thank you for having me over thank you Now, can you please give me a brief about Hacker Earth and its services? Sure. Yeah. So, Hacker Earth is a global uh, talent assessment platform which a lot of companies across the globe use uh, to assess software development talent specifically. Uh, we have a whole bunch of products which cater to uh, all shapes and sizes of software development companies and any sort of company which essentially hires software engineers. Uh, the bread and butter product that we have for uh, you know most of our customers is uh, the assessment product which is basically used to screen software developers when you're looking to hire them along with the assessments product we also have a suite of other products for instance face code which is our remote interviewing tool which we've recently launched and uh, has gotten a lot of traction especially during the pandemic times uh we also have a couple of other uh you know products for instance hackathons and hiring challenges uh suited more towards uh, you know tapping into the community talent pool and when i say community this is the hacker earth community uh which is which as of today stands just a shade below uh you know 7 million developers uh, across the world so uh, a lot of organizations can actually tap into that uh, community and either hire directly from there or they could actually run their innovation programs uh and and run their technology evangelization and uh, also do some sort of an employee branding or developer relationships kind of uh, initiatives uh within the community so that's what we offer of course uh, there is uh, a community angle to it which means a lot of these community developers engage directly with the hacker platform and these uh, software developers can basically choose tracks uh related to software engineering and software development uh, for instance it could be machine learning could be data sciences could be uh, dynamic programming could be any sort of data structures and algorithms related topics right and uh, they can actually learn and pick up a lot of these skills on their own and then sort of you know prepare themselves for uh, either new job roles or just skilling uh, upskilling themselves uh, you know while working uh within the same job so yeah that's what we offer well that sounds really interesting now uh can you please tell me a little about the latest changes that has happened in the hiring behavior uh sure you're talking about if you're talking about the industry uh, as such then yes a lot of uh, the hiring has actually gone completely uh, digital and completely remote uh of course uh, this has been driven through pandemic but uh, you know this has been a sort of blessing in disguise for a lot of people because earlier you used to sort of have candidates travel you know for interviews whether it is within the cities or across cities and today you could do all of those interviews very easily uh, over a phone call over a video conference and and pretty much everybody is okay with that kind of an interaction having said that Uh, there is still a lot of tooling and experience improvement that is needed to kind of make those those kind of uh, interactions uh, richer right? and that's what we have invested heavily in so interviewing uh, definitely has gone through a lot of change 
even uh, hiring the traditional hiring, the traditional training of software developers. Uh, today, we see a lot of people actually using automated tools and automated assessment platforms like ours, or you know, there are some others in the industry as well. And uh, the idea is to kind of take out any sort of a human bias that might creep into your uh, hiring process and, and hence uh, sort of dilute the results that you may otherwise obtain. So we've seen a lot of traction for that, uh, that as well. And you can sort of push the envelope a little bit further and, and then talk a little bit about DNI, which is uh, diversity and inclusion related uh, initiatives that a lot of organizations are taking up these days. And, um, and and what is happening is that uh, because there was not a lot of tooling and, and product support out there in the early days, uh, this these kind of initiatives were very, very limited in terms of their scale and size. And today you could do that at a click of a button if you're using a platform like ours. So, so a lot of blind hiring, DNI related hiring uh, is something that we enable across our, our, our customers. So these are some of the changes and of course uh, we can talk more as as we go along. Thanks for explaining it so well, Vishwasam. Um, now I'm a little curious about the tech tools that are being used for making these recruiting processes more efficient and how you are eliminating bias. Sure, sure. So typically, uh, you know, if you if you go through any organization's hiring uh, process, they would end up using what is called as an uh, applicant tracking system or an ATS. And then uh, platforms like HackerUp sit on top of that ATS and help you kind of screen all the talent coming through your sourcing pipelines, right? And um, the idea is that uh, irrespective of uh, where they've graduated from or what they've done in their uh, you know, early years of career or where they've, you know, sort of picked up their skills from. Uh, if you have an assessment which is fair in terms of assessing the right skill set that you need for the job, uh, you roll that assessment out and let everybody sort of participate on an equal pitch. And that makes uh, things free from any kind of a human bias, like I mentioned earlier. And once the test is rolled out, people participate and candidates uh, perform you know, purely on the performance uh, that, you know, that these candidates have on the test, you can sort of shortlist uh, your candidates for the further rounds of interviewing or, or further hiring process. So the idea is not just to sort of eliminate uh, any known biases, but also sort of eliminate any unknown biases, right? There are a lot of people, uh, you know, people like us who may not even know that we carry our own biases. And of course, uh, you know, it's not very intentional at times, but but still, uh, we all tend to sort of have our own inclinations. And if you use an assessment tool like us, the idea is that, you know, the automation kind of takes over and ensures that the focus is entirely on the skill set rather than the background of the candidate, right? So irrespective of your race, creed, whatever else, uh, we will ensure that the skills is what we are looking for and that is something that comes out on the top and once you're through with that then you can sort of apply your own human judgment uh, during the further rounds of the hiring process so that's how we eliminate bias that seems very interesting process thanks for uh, explaining that now 
how hacker art will help their developers discover job opportunities that are best fit for them amidst the great resignation and talent war. Sure. So if, if you, if you uh, go to hackerearth.com, you can actually uh, discover a lot of hiring challenges that are uh, always listed. There are things that are going on all the time, right? So if you visit the Hacker Earth website today, you would be able to find that there are tons of organizations which have their uh, hiring challenges going on. And these hiring challenges have very well-defined criteria which say, hey, this is exactly what we are looking for. Uh, these are the type of skills that you need. And if you think you have those, why don't you register and participate in that hiring challenge, right? So the idea, uh, we are kind of turning things upside down where, uh, you know, where, uh, you know, a recruiter or a sourcer or a headhunter would basically pick out on candidates and then put them in the sourcing pipe. Here you are basically broadcasting this to the entire developer community and saying that, hey, uh, this is what we want. If you have it in you, just go ahead and participate, period, right? And there is absolutely uh, no restrictions in terms of what you carry as your background, right? And that is very, very enabling for any developer out there, right? If even if the developer is not, let's say, from a computer science background, right? Traditionally, uh, software developers have been hired, uh, you know, who have been hired have had these computer science degrees or some kind of a formal education around computer science. But today, a company can can you know basically publish these requirements in terms of skill set and even a graduate who has let's say a commerce degree or an arts degree if he or she feels that uh, you know what i have the right skill set and let me participate there's nobody stopping them and i think that's the biggest enabler uh, that we have and you could simply tap into uh, the entire community and it's good it's it's kind of opening up the opportunities and democratizing the entire job market as, as far as the software engineering jobs and roles are concerned right and it's not restricted to a select few uh, who end up going to the tier one or the ivy league colleges right anybody any graduate any young uh, software developer who's practiced those skills and has the right uh, attitude can actually apply for these jobs and get through That's great. Amazing job on your part. Now, uh, please let me know about how you are enabling talent managers to predict, plan and prepare for the talent requirements when it comes to a new setting. Uh, sorry, I think I missed you there. Can you come again uh, with a question? Definitely. I'm a little curious about how you are enabling talent managers to predict, plan and prepare for talent requirements when it comes to a new setting? Yeah, so I think uh, the idea is, um, you know, you have a very good visibility of your hiring pipeline at all the time, right? Uh, traditionally, what has happened is uh, people, when they have, let's say 10, 15, 20, 100 roles open up, that is when they actually start the hiring process. What we are saying is, you don't actually have to start the hiring process then you could pretty much develop a warm pool of talent by organizing these kind of events uh, you know whether it is hiring challenges it could be hackathons as well and this warm pool of talent can then be tapped into as and when your positions kind of open up so you already have an existing relationship with the developer community out there right so that's one sort of a nifty way of, of making sure that your hiring uh, turnaround times are shortened 
right? Because you're not spending so much time uh, sourcing and establishing your brand uh, every time you have to hire a new engineer. So that's one. The other thing is, uh, imagine a company has to hire uh, hundreds of engineers, let's say 500 or 1,000 engineers in the entire year, right? To hire 1,000 engineers, if you have fairly strict hiring bar, uh, you would end up interviewing or assessing more than 10,000 candidates. Typically, uh, a lot of good software development firms, specifically uh, the top-notch, let's say the fan club or, or even some of the other companies, would have about 1 to one is to 15 ratio when it comes to assessing candidates and, and eventually hiring them, right? So if you have to assess 15 or 20 times the number of candidates that you eventually end up hiring, that is a very, very cumbersome process. And you would probably not be able to reach up to so many candidates unless and until you have huge amount of resources and huge amount of interviewing bandwidth available, right? Versus those many candidates. So what we do is we say, hey, let us automate the and, and kind of do the heavy lifting for you through the platform itself. So instead of having a one is to fifteen ratio, you basically short circuit the sourcing and the and the screening part, and then we give you the five screened candidates, and then from those five screened candidates you could interview and select one. Right. So that's where we kind of reducing the uh, you know we kind of improving the. Uh, ratios for a lot of these uh, organizations. So that's another way of sort of managing your hiring bandwidth and ensuring that your turnaround times are faster. So these are some of the ways. Of course, uh, we bring in objectivity as well. So for instance, uh, if you were to interview uh, a candidate for ABC skills, you will have to train your interviewers in a manner that they are able to be consistent across candidates and be able to ask the right set of questions every time, right? Now that is a very, very uh, highly depend, highly de has a high, very high dependency on human capability, right? And you are basically relying on the viewers to be consistent. So what we do is we basically replace that part with the tool and the platform and ensure that there is a certain level of consistency that you always get. Right? So that's another way of optimizing the current way of hiring. Amazing. It's very interesting and you people are doing a great job. And um, lastly, I want to ask you, what are your future plans for this company? Well, uh, like any other business, uh, of course, we would want to uh, serve more and more customers. We would want to touch uh, more developers uh, through our community. Uh, our mission and vision have always been uh, towards matching developers with the right set of op opportunities available across the globe uh, and that's what we will continue to build towards well that sounds amazing i'm sure this is definitely going to help all of our listeners too thank you vishwasan for joining us today it was a pleasure talking to you and i'm also looking forward to seeing many more solutions from your end sure uh, it was great talking to you thank you so much Bye.